Stacks ass, feeling proud I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. Let's keep up your whole bag. Sell in my chair just to get a couple stats. I'ma suck it next week, cause I hit my limit. Name my way to swan just to get some digits. Good for you, say it back, I ain't talking feelings. Yes, I make memes and bad decisions. Yo, Q. I like what you're doing. There's a fork up on the tip, and it's leaving me clueless. Stacking sets up on the chain, taking up my whole day. Hella blocks up in the notice that we have to validate. So stack a block, join a block of shit post. Now nah, can't afford a block, join a block, reloading my account. Yeah, I'm broke. It's a sad thing, but a stack on the stack chain. GFYs and all the memes. Love vibes and all the pains. Stack, stacks. Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. Yo, yo. That shit was lit. It got me fired up trying to stack the tip. Cosmic, stack chain energy. Stack hard 21 by infinity. Stack chain, I can't get enough. Every single day is number go up. Stack joins, invading your thread. Stacking so hard that it hurts the fed. And I'ma keep on stacking cause what Anthony said. And pass it back to Q and let the signal spread. Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. That makes sense. Yeah, well, I'm like I was saying that kind of ties in to my thoughts for the show. Like one more set, right? Mm -hmm. So like, like Bitcoiners, we go through some shit, right? Like the emotional roller coaster of like NGU, NGD, and then FUD, and then sure. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean. Band, like we're we're gluttons for punishment. It's something. true. I mean, and in the reality, I mean, that's part of it is too too like a true in that like I don't think you can really be a Bitcoiner without like we try to orange pill normal people, and the reality is is like I don't think normal people could handle any of that shit or or you know see things the way that we see them. It takes kind of a special breed to manage all that and to see it that way. Yeah, and, it, takes, it takes a type of person. Where, like, no matter what happens, I'm gonna buy one more sack. Sure, get you feel me? Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, well, you have to be yeah. able to like see reality in a different way. You have to be able to deal with extreme volatility. You have to be able to like go out on a limb and do something that everyone around you thinks is fucking crazy. And this this is not things that like normal people are cut out for like yeah, just the idea of holding your own money and not being able to like get a password like having all your fucking savings be your responsibility that nobody else can help you out with like that normal people aren't cut out for that right now not at all so you know bitcoin needs a special group of people to like champion the early stages like it's not always going to be like that but it needs some special people who aren't normal, who aren't, you know, go by the the normal societal norms and whose brains might be a little different. Yeah, yeah, that's my point exactly, is to have that ability to keep pushing forward is is required. You know, George, George sent up a tweet. Somebody said something about, um, you know, laser eyes, right? And like, remember the people who took off laser eyes at 100K? And the thought occurred to me is like, the only reason 
that we will ever get to 100K. Not that I'm fucking focusing on the cuck fuck value, but the only reason we get to that point is because there's laser eye motherfuckers that put lasers on and obstinately, defiantly did not take them off. You know, and the whole world was just shit piling. They just kept them right the fuck on. What's going on, King? Welcome to the stage, man. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Man, I really want to chime in with what Bob said. This is something that's really been on my mind for a while. And uh, I wrote an article about it, and uh, I'm going to submit it pretty soon. Uh, but the question is this. KYC. Okay, and let's, let's talk out loud in, in a free forum for just a second. 70% of the people that I know live not only paycheck to paycheck, but they also live in a situation where they can't even remember their PIN number to their debit card, much less their Google account. God forbid their Netflix account. We can never expect these people to KYC. We can't. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be an asshole or an elitist, but we can't. So to Bob's point, there has to, to me, I think the biggest point I think that could be made is the uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying this for fiat gain or anything, but until somebody comes up with a program or some way for the moron, the moron to hold their to hold their Bitcoin and transact. I'm not talking about Lightning. I'm not talking about a blue wallet. I'm not talking about these 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 apps that we can use. I mean, a literal way they can hold fifteen thousand dollars of fiat, okay, or whatever. Like, I mean, like legitimate wealth, not a hundred bucks, not two hundred bucks. Until that day happens, I don't believe personally we'll have mass adoption for this reason. So that guy that walks into a store with a gold coin is worth $200. Okay, so even if they take his $200 gold coin, you know what they're going to give him? They're going to give him fiat back. He's still fucked. He's right back in the same spot before he ever started. So now he's going to take that fiat money and buy gold again just to get back to even where he was. Yeah, I'm not seeing the connection with what Bob was talking about here. Bob's talking, but Timmy was talking about as much about you know just KYCing and things of that nature. From what I caught on to it, Bob, if I, if I missed it, I apologize. I, I mean, I, and everybody just broke up a little bit, but I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. It's similar to what I'm saying, just in terms of like, yeah, it's not easy enough for people, or for a lot of people. And I think, I mean, I think you know, two things in the future go down. One is, yeah, they, they make apps and wallets that are easier for people that, uh, you know, aren't able to use what we have now. And custodial services get better. Personally, I think that, like, both of those things will happen. But yeah, we're so, not there right I mean, now. So the ease of use will happen over time. Sure. And that's not – I'm not concerned about that. That's just a matter of time. What I'm talking about is I'm the guy – and Bob, you're the guy, and everybody else here, even Happy, who's new, we're, we're the people that are here when the shit's fucking hard. You know, yeah. when it's and when it's especially like um, like emotionally hard. You know, we're the ones that buy at sixty k, watch the shit dump to fifteen k, and keep fucking buying. Mm-hmm. When the whole world has fucking bounced and we're we're on principles and we're acting on principles despite the fact that it does not fucking feel good. Right. Well, and, it's, and honestly, and, and so like we sort of I mean, for me, it's not all principles, uh, you know, for sure. Like I'm a believer. 
you know, you know this, you know that I think um, that it offers the world hope in, in this like desolate place. But the reality is, is that it's incentive as well. It's just the best way to do it. Right. But, but where, does myself. The incentive, where does the incentive come from? To, to be able to protect my family, to take care of my family, to buy the shit I want, to be comfortable, to own yeah. my own time, but all those, of those things. That incentive only exists because Bitcoin is what it is, because right. of the principles. It's fueled by personal incentive, and not by the principles. The principles are like a fucking bonus. But the fuel, like the fuel of it, the reason it will work, the, re- the reason it will work isn't because everybody's going to become a good person. The reason it's going to work is because it's fueled by personal incentives, because it's in your best interest to, to use it, to buy it, to hold it. Oh, okay, it's in but your best interest. The, the personal incentives only work because it's built a certain way. Otherwise, it Correct. would not be Correct. in interest to participate. Now, Anthony, and I guess this is my point from earlier, Anthony, and, and maybe a little bit to Bob's. Some of us that are in this space right now that understand what we know, and by, by no means am I some kind of expert, but we are on another level that most people are never going to reach, and I think we have to understand that. And that being said, you know, Anthony, you, you, you every point you've made is exactly right. You've not made a just you know you've not made a you know a wrong point. But I can't expect the guy that lives across the street from me. This is no shit. He just bought. He has a gooseneck trailer truck. I know he paid about seventy grand for it. Okay, he lives in a hundred fifty dollar, a hundred fifty thousand dollar trailer. He bought a pull behind mobile trailer for probably another eighty grand. His side by side that he drives around is about sixteen thousand dollars because that's no interest, right? That's smart. So this guy is a fiat piece of shit. So if somebody like him, for me to expect to understand KYC, I, I just I can't ever see it happen. Now, yeah, no, so he'll I don't, be forced upon I don't, the. Dude I don't care about that guy. He'll be forced upon it. No, no, I don't. I don't care about that guy. He's going to show up when he shows up. Oh, like, bro! <laughs> like I'm the one. I'm the one that's here today. You know, and, and that's why we win. No, and, 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 not, and not to, and that's why you're right. People like us, and I hate to say this in a way. But it's going to be kind of funny. I can't wait to come back. I, I want to like be away from Twitter for like maybe 10 years and come back and see all you cats. And it's like all of us laugh like, man, you remember that one dude that bought like $1,000 in BTC? Like when it was, you know, even 60K. <laughs> He's a fucking millionaire. How funny is that? Like that, those are going to be what I, I'm, I actually look forward to that. But I can't expect the rest of the normies to understand what we do because they – they think that we're fucking computer nerds and they think that we're fucking, you know, and, and, and back to Bob's point, I buy Bitcoin for another reason. I buy Bitcoin as a protest. I've been buying Bitcoin for a protest for over two years now because you know what? It's just a good way to say fuck your dollar and I would rather have a real asset versus your paper fiat bullshit. If that makes sense. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Um it's not. It's not at all what I'm. What I'm talking about. The normies come when the normies come, and every day another person gets orange pilled. But right now, where we're at in Bitcoin, it's very specific kind of individual, which Bob was kind of talking about, and that's that's like the type of person that's not whatever the fuck normal is. I can't orange pill people anymore, Anthony. I mean, I have one of my best friends, a CFO of a mining company that's up the road from me, 
he's he's making a nice six-figure salary. He's not a moron. He, he's got his MBA. He's not stupid. He want to put a thousand or a hundred dollars in Bitcoin because he thinks it's stupid. It's well, right now, not, right now, it's not the time though, Orange Pill people, because I, I, I norm, normies only pay attention when number goes up. So, you know, in eighteen months, twenty-four months, you know, thirty months, whenever, you know, whenever Bitcoin pumps and does its thing, then he'll come knocking on your door because that's when he's paying attention. So it's it's rare, people getting orange pilled when you know it's a seventy percent drawdown and nobody's interested in Bitcoin except for like people like us. It that's it's really rare to be a new Bitcoiner in that environment. But Anthony, I mean, you seem to be. Uh, I mean, I think we're in agreement on a lot of things, but you seem to be thinking that like or, or saying that Bitcoin will win. Because it's what's best for the world, and I and I think I disagree. I think it is what's best for the world, but I don't think it is it, that like the world is going to wake up and be like, okay, this is what's best for the world. I'm going to do it. They're all going to do it slowly over time because it's in their own best interest. And whether that's because they don't believe in their government, they don't trust their government, they don't want to disintegrating, um, or or they want to hold an asset that appreciates over time. That's why it's going to work. That's why. Not because it's what we should do. Well, we got we got Bob up here. And one of the things I like about Bob is he has very insightful, like, psychological thoughts about Bitcoiners. So kind of like what I was getting at is why the fuck am I the way that I am? Like, today was a fucking dog shit day for me, Bob. And this shit that we do is hard. And then you add fucking stack chain to it, which is not always the fucking easiest fucking thing to deal with. But yet, here I am. Because I can see that there's an impact. I'm not going to stop. Like, you're going to have to fucking drag me out of the fucking building. You know what I mean? And... There's there's something there's something about that. There's something about the stack chain kind of person that is the laser eyed. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna show up every day. One more sat. We we are going to will this into existence, even when the majority of the planet isn't paying attention and just likes you know being a little cuck or whatever you you feel me like i'm interested in that uh that that kind of shit's just on my on my mind like why the fuck do i do this you know what what is it about me that uh just keeps pushing forward and then the the incentive maybe it's the incentive but you know, after after going through all kinds of bullshit and like all the all the stress and the emotional turmoil, that part doesn't seem particularly beneficial. And and that's when I kind of like fall back on like the principles. 
Well, and I, you're a believer. I mean, I think most of the people here are believers, you know, for sure. In a way that's almost religious, in a way that it's like, this is the answer to all this fucked up shit that we see. This is, you know, this is what is going to get us out of it. And, and you're a believer and I'm a believer. And my only point with the other thing is, is it's just like not how we got here. Certainly not how I got here. Right. But then something it's, like something changes for a lot of us. It's not how you start. I can uh, I can one hundred percent agree with that. Like no, and no, and no one's going to start that way. You know. Yeah, no one. No one's like I don't know anything about Bitcoin, so I'm going to buy twenty dollars worth of Bitcoin because fuck the government and the fiat. Yeah, or like because it's good, because it's the right thing. Like no, you know, if and if that were true and it were, was out the incentives, we'd all be down under the bridge right now, like feeding people, right? But we're not. We're on spaces. But like if truly like the bright thing, the best thing that we can do as human beings, like we need to do that right now. We need to be down feeding starving people. Right. But, but we're not, you know, I do what I can, but we're not as passionate about that as like we are about this. Uh, and there's and there's different reasons for that. But I think incentive is is one of them. Well, I mean, I think I think this feeds a lot more starving people. It just fucking takes longer. You know, at some point it it eliminates like the core problems that are the reason that people are starving for in the first place. It's like the most efficient answer to starving people. Whereas like, yeah, you can go feed one mouth, which is good. And it's not a bad thing to do. Or you can change the system that made that mouth hungry in the first place. Like what's what's more and I agree with you. But we didn't. You didn't find it by like trying to feed hungry people. That's not how you found it, right? I agree. But you didn't find Bitcoin because you were looking for how to feed hungry people, right? I mean, I don't know exactly how you found it, but I'm, it was probably you looking out. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that changes anything, because I mean. That yeah, I mean, you pretty much just described like life, right? Like you go through throughout the day just trying to make the best decisions you can make to meet your needs, and then if you have the desire to help somebody, you help somebody if you're that kind of person. So Bitcoin's just another one of those things. Like you're just going throughout your day trying to figure shit out, and then you see this thing, you're like, oh, hey, if I buy some of this, you know, maybe it'll be worth more in the future and that would be good so then you buy it and then you realize it's it's so much more because there's a lot of people buy bitcoin they will never give a fuck they have no they will no matter how much they learn they could they could read they could read all the books you know and they'll just be like i do not give two fucks about you know uncensorable money or you know they just don't care they're just like they could have all the knowledge and they don't care. But I think the caring produces uh, specific individuals that are like highly motivated and motivated in such a way that they keep showing up in circumstances where other people participating in things that are not like Bitcoin would have bounced a long fucking time ago. Do we still have Bob? 
Sorry, I'm like trying to um, drive, but no, I'm, oh, awesome. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, I'm listening. To everything you're saying is just hard for me to mute and unmute. Is my only issue. Uh, no, yeah, I feel you. No, but I, but I feel you. Sure. I do, and it, and I and I and we, you know we come back in full circle to like the special kind of person, and you're right, and and as I said before, like it's the special kind of person that can handle that volatility for whatever reason it is, like. For me, you know, in poker, like when I talk about poker with people and I talk about the kind of losses that I sustain on a regular basis, like they can't even begin to handle, like they can't even grasp what that is. And we deal with even bigger swings um, in this. And, you know, and, 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 and for the person that's like only interested in themselves and the person that is only, you know, interested in helping the world, and that's why they're here in Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't give a fuck, oh, you know, which one of those people you are, right? I mean, that's kind of the beauty of it. It's just like, and whatever helps you handle that volatility, whether it's your your morals and, and your beliefs and like, this is this is going to save the world and, and I'm that person um, and I am. And or if you're the person that's like, I'm fucking holding this Bitcoin because this shit is going to get me all my time and be able to protect my family and shit I want. And, and I'm that person, too. Um, and they're not in conflict, you know. No, they're they're not in conflict, but but those kind of people don't necessarily like build anything or you know show up to spaces and teach other people about Bitcoin and stick around in a shitty bear market with the eighty percent drawdown and participate. But they might. I mean, because, like, I mean, honestly, I think it's the best investment strategy for Bitcoin. I mean, if you really want to do well in Bitcoin and you're not worried, that's all you're worried about. You want to do well in Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, hold Bitcoin, don't sell Bitcoin. That's the best way. I mean, you can try to time the market, but you're going to get fucking hurt. And and some people get lucky, but most people just get burned trying to outsmart the market. So even if you're okay, looking so at it purely what, from an investment standpoint, like buying and holding is the way. Like we are definitely not those people. We are something more. I am that. I am those people. You know, and I think there's other people in here that are those people. And then there's, you know, other stuff on top of it. You know, the belief. Because I'm also the same person that will die on this fucking hill, and I mean that, like literally. I'm also that person. I'm both of those people, and they're not in conflict. No, they're not in conflict, but that first kind of person will not die on the hill. No, I am that person and I will die on that hill and I'll die on that hill, you know, for the hope of humanity and for the world, because I do believe it's the best thing. I do believe it is those things. And I'm also the person that's holding because it's the best investment strategy, uh, I, I believe, you know, it's both, both of those things are true. So I don't believe that because I believe you're here because you're the I will die on that hill person. And the people who are like, this is a good investment, but I'm not going to die on the hill. They're not here anymore. But you are. Uh, I mean, I appreciate that, Anthony. I, I think we'll have to disagree. Like, I, you know, I don't think necessarily Michael Saylor uh, is, wants to die on the hill. You know, I don't really know. But I'm sure there's a lot of people like Michael Saylor that don't want to die on the hill or are unwilling to die on the hill. And they're still here. Because it's smart, because it makes sense to be here. 
it's smart, you know, I think, or I'm just fucking wrong. I mean, there's like the vast majority of the world would tell you that you're wrong, which doesn't necessarily make you wrong in any specific situation. What's up, doctor? Oh, no. We got another doctor on stage, guys. Yeah, we're full of doctors here in the Bitcoin space. (laughs) Um, Just what uh, Bob was saying, it's, if, if it came out to, you know, me giving my life for Bitcoin to be, you know, get to where we all want it to be, if that's what it took. I would, I would totally, I mean, it'd be, you know, it wouldn't be a fun thing. It's worth it. You know what I mean? Me compared to how many, you know, we look at it bigger, I guess. I I don't know. I I get exactly what he means. And there is a handful that would do that just because they know the bigger picture. Not that you don't or anything. I don't really know you that well, but. There's people that convicted, man, that, that really don't have much else. It's not like I got a family or nothing I'm leaving behind. That's That might be a reason why I'm willing to die on that hill more easily than Mr. Sailor and shit. But, well, I, I have a family, and I'm willing to die on the hill because I want a better world for my son. Well, that, that's the same thing, bro. You're, that's, that's what we're doing. We're doing it for your son, literally. I'll die on a hill to benefit your son. I love this doctor. I, I just met this doctor, and I love this man. You're welcome on stage. Thank any you, day, sir. Bro. I mean, that's real talk, <laughs> though. I think anybody anybody here who claims that they'll die in a hill got has has other way more than themselves in mind. That that's that's why they're dying on the hill. So where does the conviction come from? Because I don't know why the fuck I'm here or why I'm doing the spaces. I'm telling you guys, I had a fucking dog shit day and with anything else that i do with the exception of like my you know my son and my close relationships i wouldn't have fucking shown up today i just would have been like fuck this shit you know (laughs) what's up loco yeah sorry i i came up on stage and then i had to go back to the back and i had my hand in the machine when you were talking about this the first time but uh um yeah i'm i i can agree with the sentiment that i had a very shit day i'm sure you can even just tell it in my voice when i uh when i get that way i just am not really in the mood to talk um and not obviously it's not it's a personal thing i'm dealing with but uh uh yeah it's I, you you just responded to my tweet about it where I just feel like every time I buy Bitcoin, like I've noticed it the last like three times I was down and I just went to strike and bought some Bitcoin. It's just like, it's like, it's like a relief sigh of relief for about like at least a half hour. You just like feel good about yourself. And it's just nice to have that hope, hope for the future. So yeah, I'm I'm glad you guys uh, gave me this conviction. Just uh, keep on stacking. That's every single day, and have emotion attached to it now. Yeah, as Bitcoiners, we develop that over time, right? So what Bob was illustrating is people show up for the incentives, and and the incentive never goes away. Like if if I didn't feel like this was in my best interest, then the conviction is meaningless, right? I mean, 
you know, who's going to fight a fucking losing revolution? You know what I mean? Like, but so the conviction is still, or the incentive part is still there, but the conviction that gets built in Bitcoin is insane. And I'm just, that's what I'm curious about. That's, that's like the topic that I'm trying to open up. And I just, but I think, can I just say, I just think the incentives are, are, are so important. I mean, what they're replacing are threats of violence, our use of force, right? So it's not like they're bad. Like they're, they're replacing, um, you know, force. And that's okay, the most okay. beautiful fucking thing in so, the world. So like that, you're going to use it because like it's in your best Bob. interest. So that yes. Like principles, Bob. Like maybe. That's a hundred percent. So it's like, you know, there's no reason to shit on it. It's like, it's in your best interest to use it. You don't have to deny it. Like it's in all our best interest to use it. And that's why we'll use it. Not because we're told to, not because we're threatened to, or else with guns uh, or incarceration or some shit, we're going to do it. And everybody else is going to do it eventually because it's in their best interests. Right. That's, gonna, that's why. Well, so well Bob, uh, what you just described sounds like principles and not incentive. So I think you and I are just not aligning on what we mean by incentive because Yes, I 100% agree with that. What's your incentive? Like, not to, not to put you on the spot or nothing, but, like, what is what is the game plan with Bitcoin and you? Me, personally? No, I was talking to... Oh, Anthony. my bad. Oh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the revolution. I want a better world, man, because this world is fucking abysmal. Well, where'd your conviction, conviction go? I mean, because if you're here for that, that, that that's it, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, but that—that's what I'm saying. We're so, doc, doctor. Before you came up, we're having a little, little bit more of a nuanced conversation that you missed a part of it. And what I just realized is when Bob says incentive, uh, like in my head, I'm defining the word incentive as profit, and I'm like, for me personally, profit is fantastic. I would love to be profitable. But that's no longer like my major concern. Like the conviction comes from a better world, you know, having having the ability to exchange value without violence, you know, a fair world where the where you can save your time and labor in a store of value that doesn't get debased. All of these things. So to me, those are like principled convictions. And I think I was just understand or not understanding Bob when he uses the word incentive, it sounds like he was including nonviolence and some of the things that I consider principles at and defining them as incentives, which is certainly is an incentive. I mean, I have an incentive to live in a more peaceful world that benefits me. Um, so I think we just might have had a minor, like Webster's dictionary uh, difference in understanding. Does that sound fair, Bob? Yeah, that sounds fair. I you know, I had to take off my headphones and I might have missed a little bit back in the home with the wife. But yeah, I mean the incentive you're incent you you are incentivized to live in a peaceful world, you know, and that's a bigger picture thing. And, you know, the profit or increase in value is certainly an incentive. 
um, you know, your ability to hold it is, is an incentive. Privacy is an incentive. There's like, you know, all different kinds of incentives. I mean, and that's what it runs on, you know. Yeah, anybody no truly. Threat, just incentives. Yeah, I mean, just what it's, just everything that's right with it, that's wrong with everything else. You know, I didn't know about money. And then I learned about Bitcoin and then I figured out what's wrong with that. And then there's, 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 it's so wrong. There's no hope for it to get better there. People are going to be forced to, to not really forced, but it's going to make no sense not to be going this route, which who knows what it's going to be like when a big percentage of the world is using Bitcoin. We have no idea. We just, we, we have all these hopes, but they're going to have no choice, literally. I mean, I mean, countries are turning over to it and, you know, they, they kind of don't have a choice now. Okay, you know? so, so I already feel that way. Like, I already feel like there's no choice. Like, I, I feel like uh, if, if I'm not storing my time and labor in Bitcoin, that I'm going to get fucking screwed. And obviously the rest of the world is not on the same page with me. So that makes it like, not everybody is going to be like us, you know, when, when everybody on earth has Bitcoin or is using some Bitcoin in some way, 90% of them still, they're not going to be like us. Because they're just using it because now that's what the majority does. So they kind of have to, they're not going to sit and learn how to like run their own node and all this kind of shit. Like the software will get easier, you know, um, self-custody will get easier. Solutions will happen. They're not going to, they're not going to be like us. And I'm just wondering like, what separates us like what makes us us that we're the ones doing this and pushing through because it's it's unique and it's effective because bitcoin wouldn't get anywhere without people pushing it forward people running nodes people doing stuff you know what i mean like the network isn't just a bunch of nodes it's also the people who participate. So it's a mystery to me. And it's partially, it's partially a mystery to me because it's like, why, how am I that person? <laughs> like, what is, what is it about me that, uh, that makes me that person? Tao, you got any thoughts on this man? You've just been quietly sitting on stage. I bet you Tao's eating dinner. I think one one interesting. No, 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 no. I'm 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 here. I'm here. Um, no, you guys have like a long conversation. I'm just enjoying listening to it. To tell you the truth, I like to hear everybody's opinion, especially Doctor, as well. And I'm so glad and happy to hear people saying that they will die on this hill. Um. And and I feel the same. Like one of the questions I asked, I think two years ago, on Twitter, to everybody was like, you know, would you die for Bitcoin? 
and it, it had a lot of responses and all that stuff, right? And my my thinking behind it was that, hey, how convict what how convict you are to have a purpose, right? Because Bitcoin is just not about gains, but it's also about a purpose and a revolution sort of thing. Um, like I, I and I and this is what I actually said back there. I said, you know, I don't care if let's say all my uh, like, like, let's say I don't, I don't, I don't make any gain monetary wise, but if, and I, and I also say like, I didn't care what system, but if there was something out there that can be successful, that does what Bitcoin is trying to do, and I don't care what it is, you can call it whatever, right? But if there's something like that that's out there, and I don't make any gain, I, I would, I would be all for it. Like, I'll be all for it. Like, I don't care about the game because I'm so much into, like, having this purpose to be fulfilled and ubiquitous in the world. If that happens, I'll just be happy. And I'll be, good, we have a, we have a system of fairness in, in, in the world. And that's why, like, in my pinned tweets, I always talk about that. This is all about giving everybody an opportunity, a fair system that everybody, you know, uh, lives by and gets that chance. That's that's the best thing you can have. Like, what? That's the best thing you can actually wish onto society, so that maybe we'll have the sort of fairness and people who work hard deserves the reward and not just you know, hey, this scheme, that scheme, you rub my back, I rub your back, whoever's in whatever inner circle, blah blah blah. Right? I, I don't like those, and I don't like the that. It's just it's just unfortunate for the people. Yeah, you have to feel a little bit pain for other people who are suffering. Because they are, you know, in this position where, like, they don't have the benefit of the dollar. Maybe don't, they don't live in the U.S. And then they live in other countries. But why does that mean they have to deserve to have, like, a, 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 a lower quality of life or whatever may be the case, right? And I don't like that. You know, you got you, you to gotta, you gotta be fair. You got to love other people. They're, they're your brothers and sisters, okay? If there's a better world... And everybody, you know, is happy and on a fair system. You too will be happy. You can't just be like, okay, I just want to be happy in my own little circle with my own group of friends, and the rest of the world can just burn. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Okay, if the like what what goes around comes around is what I say, right? And so if you're not gonna do in your best, um, whatever you can to do your best to make a better world. Then you're living in the world that's not good. You want to live in a good world? Well, you need to do something about it too. No one just gets okay, get it for free, right? You want to see a better world? You do something about it in your own small way, in your own small way where you can have some positive impact, and hopefully that will be a ripple effect, and other people will do the same thing. And then once you do all that, and imagine everybody did a little bit, just a little bit, right? Just a little. If everybody did just a little in a positive way. Imagine how far that goes. That's what I'm getting at. That's why I'm like, we need that. Okay, we need that sort of like, like real passionate, real meaning, real heart to to uh, in instill in people, and not just like, well, I'm just gonna gonna like gain for myself because that's BS. That it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, that's my 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 long rant there, man. Okay, I got I got a question for you, Tal. So, 
we are the type of Bitcoiners where Bitcoin is like intertwined with our lives, right? We didn't just buy some Bitcoin. It's not just sitting on Coinbase or some stupid shit. Like we are active Bitcoiners. We are uh, involved with Bitcoin. We are emotionally involved with Bitcoin. We care about it. We're convicted. All the things that we talked about. So when you get to that like dark place, where things are rough, what, what, you know, what gets you to keep pushing forward? What keeps that conviction lit when the whole world is trying to extinguish it? For me, it's itself, man. What's that? For me, I just, it's Bitcoin, man. I don't, it never... Even if we're having the shittiest looking real grim, I know the end game. And that's just ingrained. It, it's, I just, I don't think, I think far out. And, and like you said, we are different. Later on, people aren't going to be messing with the stuff that we're messing with. It's just going to be right, right. They're not even going to know they're using it. You know? And I don't know if that was the answer to your question, but I... I it's an open-ended question on purpose because I want to hear what people have to say. Bob, what do you got to say about that? Yeah, I'm listening to Tao and I'm listening to you. And, um, man, it's got me thinking. There's, there's a book called uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Has anybody ever read this book? I it's have an not. amazing book. I'm reading it right now. I'm Holy right fuck, Tao. How fucking yep. good, huh? Well, I only got really it in the beginning. Right it's very special. It's very special. It's no, very I have special the book. book. I've already read the like the first twenty pages, and it's really eye opening. It has some yeah. really good. One of my, I, t- I took one of those quotes too about if there's a if there's a why, there's definitely a how or something like that. I forgot I butchered it, but mm. for, for right, it's really freaking awesome so far. It's an amazing Chuck, book. What, what's what's the name of the book? Man's Search for Meaning. Man and I search- think it like it it kind of answers the question like your overall question for this spaces, which is like you know why us or how us, why you, and and it goes back to that like to, to the belief like you believe this, and when you have purpose and and that and having purpose is an incentive all in of itself, it makes absolutely anything tolerable. If you don't have purpose, if you don't understand why you're suffering, you know you, you just flop um but if you have purpose if you believe in what you're doing you can handle anything and this guy was a psychologist psychologist right yeah something phd smart guy who uh got put into the concentration camps in world war ii like right as he was um creating this theory and lived through concentration camps in the holocaust and was able to like sort of see his theory play out in himself and the people around them. It's a really powerful book. Can we, uh, I don't know if you can find a link or something, put that in the nest. Cause I don't, I don't want to forget that. I'm gonna get that. Listen to it on audiobook. Bob, Bob recommends it. Tao's, uh, Tao's reading it right now. So and we got a little stack chain literature going on. Mando, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, dude? Um, yeah, I, I, I think when you're asking like, but I mean, at its basis, um, I, I mean, from the beginning, 
really um bitcoin is is like a revolution against monetary policy um i mean it doesn't it takes it takes people it like people cannot just be introduced to this like fact like off the boat or like if they're fresh off the boat into bitcoin they have to they have to kind of get into like understand the the scene understand the the playing field um understand because i mean before even bitcoin i didn't really understand money and so when once i got into it i think somebody else said this we all we all kind of didn't really understand money until we we got into bitcoin so well so um, i'm i'm gonna cut you off yeah. there i'm gonna cut you sure. off there because it's there's definitely more to it than understanding it and i can give you i can give you like an example right so let's take the foundation of the united states british colony there were taxes people were disgruntled there were a lot of people who understood what was wrong but there were only certain people that were convicted enough to fight the revolution so why like how are we those people that that's kind of what i'm getting at loco yeah you, you had but, your hand up before sorry you? um yeah i guess i can let loco speak i was yeah i'll, I'll get go ahead and finish you. up mendo you can go ahead and finish up oh well um the the point of of it is that in any revolution especially at this scale where, where you have where you have like governments and and global gov- global entities that are controlling their people um it has to be like a like guerrilla warfare situation where 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 it's just um it just yeah i i don't i don't see it as like as is like nice like one you know like you have like a mobilizing army kind of thing everyone's going to come out from like different places from different uh, motivation from different everything history current life like issues and they're going to bring to it whatever they can and and i feel like i feel like that's much more powerful in in this stage because um that then what governments can do because because at at their basis they will have to bow down to their constituents um so in, in a I, I guess I'll try to let Loco speak because I I don't want to drag this on too long. But but yeah, I feel I feel like it's it's definitely. I mean, like when I when I when I thought about the 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 quote from from Andor before putting it on um, the other day. I mean, this was old. I was watching the the show while it was still current, like a, a month or two ago, and I saw that and and. I don't know why, but yesterday it resonated with me the the whole like revolution and like the the manifesto, kind of like the Star Wars manifesto of like re- revolting around um, against um, the the Empire, and I I found like it was so um, like the parallels were just so too great to like ignore um, between what we're doing now and what bitcoin is doing to the entire planet's monetary um systems and and i feel like um 
part of me was like, well, I kind of, I, I definitely can see how it is a weapon because even even back in the day when when people were arguing, is it a really weapon? Do we want to call it a weapon? I'm like, yeah, it's definitely. I, I've spoken about this to several people in Stack Chain, and I can see. I, I I said, you can be whatever you want, but I I definitely um like analyzed it further, and and it, it is definitely a weapon. It's overthrowing the current regime of of like what we use for exchange so that's definitely a weapon so i don't know yeah yeah let's just stop there all good mando what's up loco yeah i was just kind i mean mando kind of hit on it but you were asking about uh the type of person it takes and when i initially got into it i was just a curious person and i i've always been the type of person as you guys see that I like to try new things and I like to learn different stuff. I like to uh, not take from other people, but learn from other people and then build upon it. And that's just kind of what Bitcoin is. I mean, you learn something and then there's a whole nother rabbit hole you can go down in Bitcoin. And I've spoke about this plenty of times. So you guys probably heard heard me say the same thing, but it's just like it like. I'll be going down the privacy rabbit hole here soon because I'm going to hit my stacking goal. And it's just like, it's just like it keeps you motivated to keep going and just learn like about the history of the world and how, how different uh, regimes have fell and all the, the bank, all the wars that the, the banks pretty much funded and created all this mess. And it's, it, I, I, it's just one of those things that, um, in my mind, um, having something that you will never be the smartest person in the room about, it's just, it keeps me going. And like, I always know that there's a place for one of us in there and one of, anyone really uh in the world even if you're not even in bitcoin it's for you it's for the people and it's just like this and tomar tomer hits on this a lot but it's like kind of a spiritual revolution too because you're separating all everything from uh i mean it just creates a peaceful society and i think that's a really good future but but why you loco okay so loco i know personally that you have put in an excessive amount of time and energy, right? And you do that because for all the reasons you just described, but there's a lot of people that understand all those things that you just said, and they're not putting time and energy in. Or you take a look at John. You know, John's just quietly on stage. Dude shows up. Dude shows up every day. He's putting in a lot of work, a lot of time and energy. None of us are getting paid, right? I, I think in I think in those whole duration that I've been involved in Stack Chain, I think I've gotten I don't know hundred thousand sats and tips total, right? So like we're not getting paid to do this, but we're you know, we're motivated to a degree that, you know, if somebody, if, if you sat down and if look, if you sat down and you explained like everything that you've done, 
like all the time that you've put into to what you've done and then explain like oh yeah i'm not getting paid to do this i just do this because i believe in this you like you're no, different kind of yeah and it kind of is weird how it how this arrives because i Back when I used to create music, I wanted to make, like, just, like, I, I pushed all my music out. I tried to get in, a, like, a local venues and stuff like that, and it just never worked out, and it's not what I wanted to do. And I that's when I just completely hard-stopped music. I mean, it, it just became overwhelming, and it's I just started creating for myself, and it, it's just something you it, – it, it's a feel-good feeling when I – uh, just make a song by myself and I can just listen to it as my art. It's just like if someone would make a, make a, a painting and just hang it in their house, it would always have a special meaning to you. So if your kid would uh, make you a painting and you put it on their refrigerator, that has a different meaning to you than it would to me. And I just think that, again, kind of hard work and what I'm saying is um, it, when it comes to my time and energy and stack chain, it's more so I learn from these things like I didn't know how to make a meme probably like seven months ago or whatever I I mean I had the basics down and now I just make these like long form videos and I gain all the talents of um going through this software um we went to Pacific Bitcoin and I learned a little bit about coding like none of this stuff would have came from it if I wouldn't have put the time and energy into it so you also want it. I mean, it's kind of the thing that our society feels like. Um, some people are just living off of the government pretty much and that they're putting in zero effort. And then there's people, well, I say like me, but it's kind of selfish to say that, but like working my ass off and I feel like I get nothing. And it, it's it's just like one of the like I kept saying at the beginning of the space, like it's just good to have that hope uh, for the future stacking sets every time I'm down. Yeah, I am so right there with you, Loco. Like you just perfectly described my day, dude. <laughs> like like I'm over like the day that I had today, you guys would not fucking believe it. And then, you know, I, I know that there are people in this world that have put in 1% of the effort that I put in today and are living much, much better than I am. It is really hard to like not be pissed off about that. Right. So that effort that I put into work, I, I also put that into like Bitcoin and I'm really, I'm only limited by my ability to communicate with other people right like i don't i don't have a real large voice you know i don't i don't have a youtube channel where like millions of people watch like every video but you know if if i if i have an impact in like one person's life then it it, it makes me it makes it like worth it to me you know what i mean like even like george today George did a nice little meme. Um, sat, I don't know. Some somebody did some random tweet, and then it, it was about like what you know, what's your TA goal? Like talking about the cuck buck value of Bitcoin, and then Sat Hoarder responded. He was like, you know, if I have more 
Bitcoin today than I have yesterday, then that's my target. And then he quoted me. And I was like, oh, that's my guy, right? And then George came in behind him and dropped a meme. And he was like, all the things that I learned about Bitcoin from Anthony. And then he unraveled a scroll. And the scroll, like, fell to the floor and, like, rolled down the hallway. And I was just like, oh, fucking George, my guy. Like, that makes it, that makes me feel good, right? Like, these people are, like, expressing that I've had a material impact in their life in regards to Bitcoin. And that's... You know, that's why that's my goal. You know, that's what I want. That's how I want to be. That's who I want to be. But the shit is fucking hard, right? Like your Bitcoin journey has a lot of darkness in it because it's not all fucking, you know, 20x pumps and it's not all El Salvador adoption stories. It's also China bans Bitcoin mining. It's also you know, 80%, you know, cut buck debasements and, and hearing the whole fucking world, ah, Bitcoin is dying. Bitcoin is dying. And as, as Bitcoiners, like every time they declare that Bitcoin has died, it's also like declaring that we died. Right. Cause basically what they're saying is our conviction and our thing that we put all our time and energy in, is dead and therefore we have failed and we're failures and we were wrong but we press forward anyways and when bitcoin rises from the ashes so do we and it only happens if you have that i'm gonna keep stacking attitude one more sat i'm gonna keep showing up i'm gonna keep pushing forward John's coming up to stage here. See what John has to say about this. And and the reason that I'm talking about this, guys, is because I'm in that place, man. I'm in that place where I'm like trying to find that motivation to keep pushing forward because it's been a fucking bullshit day, man. So I'm trying to because you know you got to summon that courage. It's not it's not easy to have that keep pushing forward. I'm going to do one more stack. You know, you got to, you got to work on that shit. What's up, John? Hey, I'm jumping in late. I'm kind of digging what's, what's being talked about here, but uh, I may not be able to articulate it as well as you guys, but it's uh Bitcoin to me is kind of like one of these, like once in a lifetime opportunities where I mean you see nothing but like pain and suffering and and misery when you look out in the world you know there's there's more good than than what you see out there but Bitcoin's one of these things that once you discover it you realize like holy shit there is like a real opportunity here for greatness to to change the world and you see the conviction of other bitcoiners and it, it just motivates you even more to to just dive in and, and get involved and really like take control of your of your life and um i it just i see it as hope and 
you know, one of these things that you, I don't know, it's, it's hard to put into words, but like there's so much depth to it. And, and, and I look at touched on this before, but like you can, you can start at the base level and have an appreciation for it and then realize that there's just so much more to it. And the more you dig into it, the more you learn, the, the better off you are and the more that you can be a benefit to other people. Um, not only just teaching them or, you know, spreading the word, but just giving them an opportunity to see the same thing and, and realize that there is, there is hope. There's, there's more, there's more to it than just like personal gain. It's like hope for the world. And um, I mean, it may be too fluffy, but uh, it's just, it's just an incredible thing. And it really, it really motivates people. I mean, you see the creativity that comes from the Bitcoin space and, and that all comes from the hope that's in it. You know, you see all these dedicated people doing the best that they can do in whatever they contribute. And, uh, and I mean, how can you not be like excited for them and, and excited for, you know, for your own future and, I don't know. I uh, I feel like I feel like I'm rambling. You're 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 tapping into the essence, and you know the overall. What makes you that type of person? Because you guys are special, right? Like like everybody here on stage talking, and most of the people in the audience I've talked to, and I know there's 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 a few people I don't know, but you guys you guys show up and you're unique in your support of Bitcoin, which is not a very supported thing right now. You ask the average person about Bitcoin, they're going to say some stupid shit like, well, you know, it's not good. It used to be worth 60,000 and now it's worth 20,000. Right. But you guys are here, um, you know, contributing in the way that you can contribute just the way that John said, and just being the type of person that doesn't like give up on Bitcoin because you know number go down, that in a, in and of itself makes you a unique individual because a lot of people are just fucking tourists. So I'm not I'm not entirely buying this. Everybody gets to the point that we're at because I don't think so. I think that the it's a special breed. What's that? It is. It is a special, a special breed, and uh, I don't know. I mean, to me, I, my conviction hardens when I see bears and, and naysayers and people, you know, talking because they don't see the the big picture, and I don't know what it takes to to see the big picture. I don't know if I'm I'm just the type of person that doesn't like. Uh, following the mainstream narrative, and I feel like that other people may have that same, you know, intuition where Bitcoin's not mainstream, which makes it even more appealing. 
and then when you find out more about it you're like oh this is for real like it's not it's not just a fad it's not like a cult it's, it's like this is real technology like real hardened irrefutable technology that like there's nothing in the world that's like it so when people shill shit coins i i almost feel bad for them because they're under this delusion that oh well this is just the, the next big like there is no other bitcoin like there, there's there's nothing else like this so they can feel good about their little pet projects or whatever and you know some of those things may have their own little value to you know individual communities or whatever but nothing comes close to bitcoin <laughs> yeah shit coins are primarily just um unit bias you know most people just want the cuck buck value they feel like they missed out on bitcoin so i'm gonna buy a fucking dogecoin or some shit because when dogecoin reaches twenty thousand, then i'll be a fucking billionaire they just they just haven't learned but um yeah it's the fiat mindset yeah yeah it's the fiat mindset for sure what's up mando um i i wanted to jump in about um so I don't think I've shared this with you guys per se, um, but um, like I, I back in like 2019, like I was just um, I got into like like maybe like around yeah like late 2018, early 2019. Um, I, I I was playing some World of Warcraft with friends just just like while doing school stuff and. Um, and it was like right about the time when Blizzard started accepting Bitcoin. And I had known enough about Bitcoin from my friend. And I was like, why the fuck would anyone like I, I wasn't even buying. I didn't own Bitcoin, any Bitcoin at that stage. And I was like, why the fuck would people spend Bitcoin to like buy like their to like three up their subscription for World of Warcraft? That's so stupid. And and a bunch of the people that I played with were like laughing at me, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And it was, because it was just about the time, like when it was just crashed from like twenty, um, close to twenty k back down to like the first like three k ish mark, or close to, if not, yeah. But um, and and I wasn't in into it yet, and and that's kind of like what what started to like get my gears going i was like wait there it's, it's because i haven't i hadn't been watching it so i didn't i wasn't sure i did not know at that point that it had crashed that far down and i'm like shit it's it this is like the best deal ever and that's about the time where i started to dca um i had i had some yeah anyways the, the point um is is that um like yeah people even i mean I wasn't even in Bitcoin at the time, but I, I kind of understood the concept and I was like, wow, this is, it's that cheap. And you guys are not running for the fucking, like the buy button, like the smash, smash buy. And, and, and people were that, that was like right at the state. I, I still don't understand why would anyone spend Bitcoin like to this day, but even then I wasn't as convicted about bitcoin and it was like it was like why the hell are people trading bitcoin which is the limited supply um to buy 
to re-up when they could just use their money for that. I just it just boggled my head. Like and um, yeah, and to now look like fast forward to now, I'm like, yeah, dude, I I I, I should have punched these people in the face. Like, what the fuck were they talking yeah, about? They like, probably they probably spent like a Maserati on a fucking on a helmet or something. I, I had no idea that Blizzard accepted um, Bitcoin. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I, I don't know if they still do, but at that, it, it was like, yeah, like 2018, 2019-ish, like they started accepting it for, for the, the buy, like, because it's a subscription and you have to pay like $10, $15 a month. Yeah, you know, there, there, there were a lot of companies that were doing that back then, and then they all they all stopped. So I'm not surprised to hear it. I just didn't know Blizzard did it. Uh, Doctor, what's up, man? You get your hand up. Yeah, I was just gonna just gonna say, you know, why would like you um I can't see his name. Mando was saying, uh, you know, we why would anybody ever spend Bitcoin? Like we we have to spend it in order for people to in adopt it and embrace it and give it value. You know what I mean? It has to go around. So the whole hodl thing is, yeah you're going to have your stash to hodl, but you kind of got to spend it. It's going to send it's, it's, it's spreading it. whether, you know, it's whether we look at it, like it, why would we do this? It's a bad deal. The people who bought the six, you know, 600 Bitcoin laptops and all these crazy stories. That's the reason why it's worth what it is today in, in, in a big, in a big picture, you know, if it wasn't, if it wasn't spent, we, it would have no value. You know what I mean? I, I totally, I totally agree. It just, it just, um, it just doesn't make like. I mean, I, I am privileged. Obviously, we're all privileged since we're in the West and we have money alongside our Bitcoin, and we 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 can use. You know, we have each each one has their percentages that that feel comfortable for them. And um, it's just definitely a privileged, um, privileged space where we're coming into this from. Um, like, and and yeah, you you, it's definitely the the you have to give it. I mean, obviously the the pizza, the 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 whole. How much Bitcoin did they spend on that first pizza? Right. The, the, that, yeah. yeah, that that was that's an ungodly amount of money right there. Right, but. But um, yeah, it, it, that had to happen in order to like well, so, hit the so first I'll, domino. I'll, I'll say two things, and I haven't said this for a while, and there's some new people that probably never heard me say this, is, you know, it, at every opportunity, you want to use our network and not theirs. So spending the Bitcoin, y- yes. But, you know, spend and replace. Right. Because you don't you don't want to reduce the size of your stack. So if you if you have an opportunity to buy something with Bitcoin, you know, use our network and not theirs, because using our network, you're using the honest network, the fair network. And by not using their network, you are opting out of the corrupt network and the shitty network. And if you're worried about your stack going down, spend and replace. Right. If something costs uh, 75,000 sats you know, and, and that person's going to accept Bitcoin, then sure. Just go buy it for 75,000 sats and then just go to your cash app or your, 
whatever and go buy 75,000 in sats to, you know, or 80,000 or a hundred thousand or whatever and, and replace it. That's my opinion on that. Loco, what's up? Yeah. I wanted to add my opinion on it too. My, just because, well, you guys know my age, but my, I, I feel my, uh, reason to spend Bitcoin is to support other Bitcoiners or create more Bitcoiners to uh, expand the network. I think that's the the most important thing to do when you spend it. I don't want to just like like Manda was saying. I don't want to spend it on something on World of Warcraft or some video game. I want it to have purpose when I send it to someone. Like they need to uh, deserve my uh, sats to get them. And that's that. I think that's just the most important thing: is to support Bitcoiners or uh, create Bitcoiners is the way to look at sending, sending or spending your stats. Yeah, it builds our network. It supports our network. It's it's an important thing to do because there's a lot of Bitcoin creators out there, and if they're if they're not getting paid, then they're not Bitcoin creators. You know what I mean? What's up, Cal? Talking about spending your Bitcoin, I don't know if you guys saw that post by Jack Mahler's um, strike has integrated with Clover. Clover is this POS system. It's a white. It's a nice POS system that's white and um, very, very fancy, and it's 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 around a lot of merchants, and so you can pay um, Lightning your Sats through that um, system. If the merchant offers it, and then they get their, you know, cut bucks if they want to receive it, or they can keep it in Bitcoin. So I saw that. I was like, oh, shit, that's really bullish. And so this is the just the beginning. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for these merchants out there, to, like Starbucks and bigger companies, to start using these uh, POSs or even the other POSs like NCR to integrate with um um, strike and you know lightning and everything. It's gonna be like off the chain. So does the merchant have to turn it on? I think they just need to download it. That's it. Because the Clover POS is almost like a computer, right? And it's the one that swivels back and forth. It's white. You know, I don't know if you guys seen it, but it's really nice. You can you know stick a credit card in there, whatever you want, right? But it basically it will display a QR code, and you just scan it. Well, once they this okay, this is how much it costs. It's just gonna display a QR code. They spin the POS around, allows the user to yeah. Well, because in in theory, they don't even need to know that you just spent Bitcoin. If it's just a QR code, yep, works. Yep, as long as you pay that QR code, they get their money, and then you 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 spend a cent. So it's really bullish, guys. Wait, Tao, sorry, um, not. I probably don't understand what I'm saying, but like when you say proof, like POS, like I, I just automatically jump to proof of stake. Coin of sale. <laughs> proof of proof of shit coin is is what what jumps into my head. I, I so, thought you were going to say piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that exactly. I mean, same thing, right? They're exact. They're synonymous, both of them. No, but, Clover, but, Clover is a point of sale system. It's what businesses use to keep track of books and stuff. Every business, okay. like bar and restaurant, has them. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I had, I definitely did not know about this. So, yeah, thanks for yeah. enlightening me. Okay. So, if, if you were listening to the Jack Mahler's Miami conference, um, 
and you were hoping that there was another El Salvador announcement or something super awesome like that. Last year, there wasn't another El Salvador announcement. What he announced was is that Strike is integrating with NCR, and then he did this little video where he walked down to his corner liquor store. And oh yeah, bought, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. he bought he bought a bunch of like grocery stuff items for the yeah yeah. I I remember yeah. that, but um, um yeah, I I did not know like what POS this POS stood for, but yeah. Well, that's cool. So Clover is a second POS. They're they're not a part of NCR. Tal. Yeah, I I don't think so, right? Uh, I don't think so. Um, they're two separate entities, but um, it's really big, though. I think it's really big as well. So yeah, you so. see them everywhere. Those are the ones that swivel, right? Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the person ones. like taps on the thing, <laughs> yeah, and then they like rotate it and then the screen is facing you yes yes it's pretty much like an ipad screen that you can turn around right tell is there like a clover yep. app yep it's it's, it's kind of like that and then you know you, you you can tap on it with your fingers depending on what what they have right no tip whatever right if you want to give a tip whatever but um they have qr code maybe i just try, try to post that tweet in on that so everybody can see it so how are you going to know that Bitcoin is activated on that point of sales? Is it going to be like a little indicator? I'm pretty sure the merchant um, will be able to, you know, put whatever sticker, whatever, right? Say, hey, we we accept this payment method. And then you can just, just say, oh, I want to pay by this. And they'll just punch in an, an amount and maybe just punch in one extra button and it'll display the QR code. It should be very simple for them. Is that how Chipotle does it? I know Chipotle has been accepting Bitcoin for a while. I don't know if they still have. I don't know. Has anyone confirmed that they still are? But I, I knew that they were for a while, at least, um, if not still doing it. I don't know if that's how they're doing it as well. I'm not sure. The, the thing that I'm wondering is, will the merchant have to activate it? Or will it just be on all Clover POS systems that have a certain, like, you know, the so, newest, whatever. Yeah, so, so the way it usually works for these sort of advanced systems, all the merchant needs to do from the Clover device itself is just download it. It's like downloading an app. And since the, uh, mer- okay. Right, okay. Yeah, the merchant has all the information already on that device, that will just easily translate. Like they don't have to fill in things because the device is obviously um, um, configured to a device ID that also matches with the business, uh, the merchant's ID, merchant account, things like that. That's all should be super automatic. Um, I posted the uh, tweet in the nest, so if anybody wants to take a look at it, it's there. So then if the merchant doesn't want it, then it won't be on there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way I think it works i don't know for sure but you know i just think like if the merchant wants to accept it they can do that if they don't want to then just don't download it so but it's it's, it's going to be those merchants lost because they'll, if if a merchant accepts lightning and another merchant doesn't you know where i'm going yeah i just thought it'd be kind of cool if it was just like automatically on every single clover pos you know just like an update just happened and now they 
they all accept lightning. The merchant doesn't even know because their balance just gets converted into cut bucks or whatever, so they don't care. It's kind of like the like the pouch uh, PA model, right? Where he's got all he's got like three hundred merchants that all accept lightning, but you know none of them are necessarily holding Bitcoin. You know what I mean? They're just using the pouch wallet. And then people can pay with lightning, but on their side, it just automatically converts to pesos. So they don't, they don't care. But then if they want Bitcoin, they can, you know, they can learn about it and then, you know, switch the account in some way to actually keep the Bitcoin instead of having it converted to pesos. What's up, doctor? I was just going to say, yeah, that's, that's what I meant by like, uh, it's going to just kind of integrate itself in into kind of what we're already using you know i, I see that happening you know with with people bitcoin is going to be in people's lives and they're not even going to really realize or even just like how money how fiat has been in our lives and how long we have not understood it i think that's um you know eventually it's going to be just like a card you know like i gotta you know what i mean you could put you could use your visa and spend your Bitcoin. There's ways, you know? So I just think that's kind of, if it's going to be some type of in, in, into intertwined with the main financial system, it's going to be like on the back end. like we're, we're, people probably won't even have to know how to use it and worry about keys. None of that, none of that shit. It's, it's going to be like on Clover's ass. If something happens type thing, that's just my kind of belief. I, I, I can't see the little the, the community that we have and how un, how understanding we are of this and expecting the rest of the world or just even a poor, a, a decent percentage to to even get it like we do you know I think it's just going to have to be just kind of brought into the system and, and it's just going to be there you know whether we like it or not it's 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 better and, and places are going to want to rather have that coming in and out of their business, whether whatever it be. And it, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think much people it's going to be on their right at on their mind about it. If you know what I'm saying, if you can you get my point, I think. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Like uh, the majority of big people that use Bitcoin in the future aren't going to like know how it works they're you know they're just gonna it's just gonna be a part of their life and this is how you do stuff and yeah so i 100 percent agree with that that's my my greater point was it would be cool if it was just automatically activated on all clover devices and the merchant didn't even know so I just anytime i see one of those things i could just you know use lightning buy 10 cut bucks worth of uh sandwich or whatever and then you know, replace the Bitcoin that I spent. But if the, if the merchants have to opt in, I'm guess you know, most merchants probably won't, right? Because there's not a favorable opinion about Bitcoin for, I don't know, a large majority of people. They'll probably be like, oh, I could activate Bitcoin on my point of sale system. Why the fuck would I do that? You know what I mean? I don't mean to sound like cynical or anything, but tell, tell me I'm wrong, Tal. Tell me I'm wrong. 
you're wrong. You're wrong because everybody knows Bitcoin at this point. Um, I mean, look, four years ago when you te- you tell people, you ask people what Bitcoin is, they don't know. Uh, they 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 haven't heard about it. But now, way less people. They have least heard it or know what it is. They might not even have it or you know use whatever, but they know what it is. And so, I just think, especially retailers. Um, they definitely know what it is. Uh, mer- merchants, they definitely know what it is. It's a matter of whether they believe that they can get more business with it or not. Uh, I think that's the part that, I, but they know what it is. What do you think, Bob? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they even have to know what it is. What they do know about is that they're paying out the ass in credit card fees. They're all paying huge amounts of money yeah, on credit card fees. And they don't want to anymore. They really don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, so, like, it, it's a thing here. I actually had, like, an interesting experience yesterday. I was in an antique store, and uh, I had cash, and she was, like, thrilled because she didn't want to, you know, pay the credit card fees. And I was like, oh, you like cash? Where do you meet Bitcoin? And her response was, oh, I don't want any Bitcoin. And I said, well, you know, I'll check back in a couple of years. And, and then... Uh, you know, we started talking about the credit card fees and I started explaining to her, like, you know, they can't not pay, charge you that money. It's an archaic system. It's a, it's really old technology. We have new technology in which you don't have to pay that anymore. Like you just don't have to pay it anymore. And I think that's what Jack Mollers is offering. And they don't even have to accept the Bitcoin, but they can start using this new system um, and stop paying those fees. And it's a lot. It was funny because in that conversation, she was like, Totally agreed with me. She's like, you're right. I agree with you 100% on that. And I don't want to press her too hard, but, you know, the technology is Bitcoin. That's the fucking technology. So, you know, they want it. They're ready. Okay. Yeah. So that's the killer app is if so, if Clover can convince their merchants that they're going to eliminate that 3% fee, then that's huge. They don't have to convince them. It does. I mean, that's the whole thing about Bitcoin is that like, you don't have to convince anybody of anything. It well, fucking does it. Oh. It's just like, it actually does it. So, um, you know, you don't have to convince them. No, but what I'm saying is the merchant actually has to know that. Like somebody has to tell them. Sure, but so, they'll figure it out. I mean, even if it's not them, it, it, you know, it's just like anything else, like a car or a computer or whatever. Like, oh, I don't want that fucking car. But they're going to start seeing the car drive down the road, you know, like because the guy next to them is going to have a car. And, 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 I mean, I, I do agree with you, Bob, the, the, the fact that it, it will be inevitable. But at this stage, at this point in time, I think that that helping people understand it better could, could definitely move things much more rapidly for, for every, well, everyone. I, you know, Bob is on to something, though, because if you have if you have four businesses in a strip mall and they all have the Clover point of sales and then one of them activated Bitcoin and is saving 3% on fees, he, eventually he's going to talk to his neighbor and he's going to be like, hey, you activated that Bitcoin thing, right? No, fuck that shit. Bitcoin's fucking stupid. Bro, I'm saving 3% on fees. I'm getting that money. Every time somebody buys $100 worth of shit, I get an extra 3 bucks just because the person uses Bitcoin. What? Okay, maybe I will activate it. You know? For these retail companies, that 3 bucks is really thousands of dollars per month for like small businesses, thousands. So, you know, 
it's like you you know you're getting uh, you know half a car every month just for using bitcoin or some shit like you're getting something nuts um, i i live this with the bowling center because uh it might we have to pay our credit card fees at the end of every month and it's it's like almost overwhelming to the point where like we're like like um We've thought about making cash purchases cheaper and stuff like that. My, I know my mechanic already does that, and it's it's just really crazy, the credit card fees. When you see the actual number, it's, like, overwhelming on how much it is, especially for a small business like us in just, like, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, even, even people that, like, if you're going to, like, you know, gas stations, uh, and, and I don't know, I'm, I'm sure lots of other people go through this too they're like um even before bitcoin like when um when you had to like oh do you do do you do credit card or do you do should i do debit card they're like oh yeah you should do debit card because you get charged less kind of thing and if you do well if if you get to bitcoin then then you don't get charged at all like which would definitely be a positive incentive for everyone to be using it it's just uh, uh, what I was trying to say is that at this stage, we want to try to inform as many people because there's there's definitely not even close to as much people using it in businesses as there should be at this point well, in time. So here's the thing: yeah. I come up, Stat Hoarder. We summoned Stat Hoarder. Um, people use Bitcoin when it's useful. You know what I mean? So this is one of those things. What's up, Stat Hoarder? You know, it's it's more than just the fees, guys. It's gonna when it's. I think we're all don't even realize how huge this is gonna be because it's. There's two other. There's two other aspects to Bitcoin that that we don't even think about. The fees are obvious, but chargebacks. Imagine being a merchant and ne- never having to worry about chargebacks anymore, because those hurt big time. That's like losing an entire sale for fraud to fraud and settlement. When you accept credit cards, you don't get, you know, you're, you don't get your money for a while. I mean, sometimes it's up to 30 days before, you know, certain credit cards settle with Bitcoin. It's instant settlement, zero chargebacks and no fees for the merchant. That's going to spread like wildfire. That's a pretty compelling argument. <laughs> it I mean, it kind of reminds me of like emails. Like you cannot accept, you know, back in the day, you could like not accept emails if you want to um, as a business or use the internet. But it's just, you know, once it starts cooking, you know, it's uh, going to be hard to make I, it without it. I, I lived that, Bob. I lived that. So for those of you that don't know, like I'm a, I'm a legacy internet technician for the phone company. So... I hired on in 98 and they're like, Hey, we got this new thing. It's called DSL. And what it is, it's the internet and you can put it in people's homes. Okay. Homes and businesses. And there's like, what the fuck? Nobody's going to fucking want that. (laughs) So then they trained me how to put it in. When I was installing it, like the only people that had internet in their homes were people in like Mountain View or government facilities, some schools. Right. So I start, I start installing DSL one and a half made connection and we're putting this thing fucking everywhere. Like basically 
I basically I'm the guy that brought the internet to the Bay Area, like me and like 120 other people, just technicians, right? You know, just running lines, telephone poles, shit like that. It went from zero, you know, zero penetration to now there's some homes that have multiple internet connections in them. But as we would do it, I would install some of these lines where it was like a family business or something. And like the son ordered, you know, he ordered the internet, but mom and dad still ran the business and mom and dad were like, we don't need that. We don't use computers. Like that's, that's not the way you do business. You don't do business like that. I'll never do that. And now there, there is no business that operates without the internet. And it's just like when Bob said, like not accepting email, that's exactly what I thought of. Cause I remember those people who were like basically having like a family squabble while I was there installing the internet where, you know, their kid was just like, no dad, like this is, everybody's doing this, you know, we need to have a computer and you need an internet connection. And dad's like, yeah, fuck this shit. It costs like 50 bucks a month. And I don't need this. You don't do business this way. (laughs) There was like a whole like five year, 10 year period where it was like that. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Mando, what's up? Uh, you just brought back so much memories right now. Like, um, dude, like, so, um, I actually, um, I came, I came to California like in 99. So, so we didn't, uh, like I grew up, I grew up on, on, um, in Lebanon on, on like dial up, like, and that was like early nineties. Like, and so, um, so yeah, when you say, when you see D- DSL, like, I did not know DSL and cable until I came to California, like, because um, it was just all dial-up prior to that. Um, it, it was, it, it's definitely, um, yeah, when, when you, wow, you just, like, really brought back a ton of memories when you were just talking about, um, like, bringing DSL to, like, I guess, the Bay Area. I, I was definitely not even in California when that happened. I'm I'm sure, but yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, we're leaving that on a positive note. A good story, Bob. Thank you for the email analogy that that put a smile on my face and allows me to wrap up this face the spaces on a good note and in the day on a good note when the rest of the day fucking sucked assholes like a whole bucket of assholes but once again i came into stack chain spaces hung out hung out with my with my buddies and you guys put a smile on my face and i appreciate that man so we're gonna go ahead we're gonna go ahead and do last word and we won't start off with doctor because doctor has never done last word before so we'll start off with mando mando you got any last words on stack chain um yeah keep keep on stacking um like i'll i'll let you I'll, i won't steal your your last phrase but definitely um yeah stack chain is definitely a great incentive for people like i mean who's just who just don't really need an incentive but it's just an added incentive i think it's more yeah, I mean, Bitcoin is its own incentive, but but yeah, stack chain and, and the this group of people is pretty fun to stack sats with. So keep it up. Well said, Mando. Loco, any last words on stack chain? 
Yeah, sorry, I had food in my mouth. I was chewing. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I, it was, it's been a long day. It's always good to, as you have said, it's always good to come back to uh, uh, a little bit of family time in stack chain spaces on t- Tuesdays and Thursdays. And after a long day, and I don't have much to say tonight because just everything that happened today, but I just want to thank you guys for all being there and uh, keeping me grounded, uh, keeping me grounded and keeping me on the, the mission of getting closer to the goal and just learning more every single day. So thank you guys as always. Well, thank you, Loco. Thank you for showing up and being a part of my Bitcoin journey. I appreciate you, man. I, I mean that. Sad hoarder. Any last words on Stack Chain? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm glad to uh, to stack some stats today. I'll have more stats uh, tomorrow than I did today, and uh, it's awesome. So I'm I'm, I'm I appreciate uh, I appreciate all you guys and. Uh, and hopefully, uh, strike and uh, our prime trust, I should say, will get this shit resolved with Texas residents, so I don't get cut off on the thirty first. But uh, at any rate, um, I'll stop. Sat hoarder, probably probably the coolest motherfucker on Stack Chain right there. Sat hoarder signing off. Doctor, doctor, do you have any last words on Stack Chain? I just wanted to say value sets more than you do dollars more precious than dollars wise words from the doctor Bob any last words on stack chain yeah as Buddha would say I love you guys I love stack chain it's true Uh, I'm sorry about some bad days I hear I hear some pain and some voices I think there's some you know it's just one of those days and uh, and I, I kind of feel it on the chain and, uh, you know, this shit is a marathon, not a sprint, whether it's stack chain or, or Bitcoin or, or whatever it is. You know, some, sometimes we just have days that uh, we get through or weeks or months or years or whatever the fuck it is. We just keep going. And so I'm, I'm just glad to be in this foxhole with you guys. I'll die on this fucking hill or in this foxhole with you. And I love you. And uh, I'll see you on the chain. It is an honor and a privilege to be in this foxhole with you, Bob. Tao, you got any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah, what an amazing space tonight, Anthony. Um, I like the fact that you know we talked a lot about the revolution and all that. I get got your uh, thoughts. I got Doctor's thoughts and Anthony's thoughts. You know, Bob's. You know, it was this is awesome. You know, everything he had to say. Um, so I learned a lot. I learned the conviction that stack trainers have. It's just so much more than other conversations I have with other people. So I'm really, really um, happy to hear. So I just wanted to say, yeah, when what, what, what and, and today's day, hey, you got a new day tomorrow, Anthony. So it's all good. And so, you know, I wish you the best. Thank you, Tao. Thank you. And I appreciate you being a part of the conversation as always. John, any last words on Stack Chain, man? Wow. We went from conviction and dying on the hill to the future payment system that everyone doesn't know is coming. I can listen to you guys all the time. Thank you. Well, thank you, John. Like I said earlier, man, John shows up. 
So like everything, all this content that we produce in Stack Chain, whether there's a dozen people or like 200 people in the spaces, the videos on YouTube, adopting Bitcoin, John shows up. So he doesn't say much, but motherfucker shows up. Like he embodies the spirit of one more sack just keeps showing up. So I appreciate I appreciate that about you, John. You make it make it a lot easier for me. So I, I'm appreciative of you. That's right. And with that guys, I'm gonna leave you with the stack chainer blessing. I hope tomorrow you have more Bitcoin than you have today. Stack chainers, I love you guys. Have fun. Stack and sacks. Stack sass. Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. Let's keep up your whole bag. Sell in my chair just to get a couple sass. I'ma stop it next week, cause I hit my limit. Name my way to swan just to get some digits. Good for you, stay back, I ain't talking feelings. Yes, I make memes and bad decisions. Yo, Q. I like what you're doing. There's a fork up on the tip, and it's leaving me clueless. Stacking sets up on the chain, taking up my whole day. Hella blocks up in the notice that we had to validate. So stack a block, join a block, a shit post now. Can't afford a block, join a block. We loaded my account, yeah, I'm broke. It's a sad thing, but a stack on the stack chain. GFYs and all the memes. Love vibes and all the pains. Stack, stacks. Feeling proud, I got no cash. Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad, but we're glad. Yo, low. That shit was lit It got me fired up trying to stack the tip Cosmic, stack chain energy Stay hard 21 by infinity Stack chain, I can't get enough Every single day is number go up Stack joins, invading your thread Stacking so hard that it hurts the fed And I'ma keep on stacking cause what Anthony said And pass it back to Q and let the signal spread Feeling proud I got no cash Can't afford the tip, got me feeling kinda sad but we're glad